took me a couple of days to be happy about this, but I'm so excited to have registered for the Boston Marathon next April with six minutes under the three-hour standard. I've been training for this all freaking year, and I'm really happy that last weekend at the Manchester City Marathon, I ran the best marathon of my life over what was honestly the hardest road racing course I've ever run and set a two-minute personal best in the marathon and BQ'd for the second time. I'd been training for this particular race for a week. <laughs> I'd been training for the Cape Cod Marathon since May, but when I found out literally just three days before that race that it was canceled due to a storm in the area, I really scrambled to find a backup. And the Cape Cod Marathon was billed as a flat and fast course. And I was really excited to run a time that would live up to what I do think is now my marathon potential. I was really hoping to break 250 for the first time. I thought, you know, on a pretty average day, I could run around 245. And on an A day, closer to 240 or 241. When I went to run the Manchester City Marathon, my backup race, the weather was perfect. I was ready to go. After cramping up so badly and having to walk last May in the Newport Marathon, I really went into Manchester with a conservative approach. I wanted to run the first half of the race very, very easy and then pick it up and hammer hard in the last half. Unfortunately, the course had other things in mind. It's a crazy course. If you've ever run the Newton Hills on the Boston Marathon course, imagine if basically the entire marathon was that. And there's like six or so miles of dirt rail trail thrown in. It wasn't easy. I love hilly courses. I actually train on them a lot, but I'm not sure if I've ever honestly run 20 plus miles so hard on such a hilly route it, it was it was nuts by like mile 22 I, I actually thought i had broken through the wall i was running really conservatively i think i averaged about 620 per mile for the first half and the second half i was running similarly 620 630s but the course never let up. Mile 22, there was a huge, super steep uphill. It was crazy. And then just like steep up, steep down, steep up, steep down for mile 22 to 25 or so. So I just, my legs got stiff. I got beat up by the hills. And unfortunately, I was not able to close hard like I wanted to. It was a little bit disappointing because I honestly felt like I never really pushed in this race. It just felt easy, super easy, until the pounding crept up on me and I couldn't run as fast. Kind of a letdown, you know, when you see people finish a marathon hard and they're out of breath and they're like, oh, that was so hard. Unfortunately, that wasn't really my experience. The whole thing was easy. It's actually how I felt in Newport, too. The whole thing was super, super easy, almost boringly easy. And then my legs just get tired and sore at the end. So 
it's something I need to work on for sure. Personally, for any future marathons, I don't feel like I've been able to quite run one to my potential since base state three years ago, but it's always something to keep working on. I'm happy to have survived the Hills. I didn't have to walk at all. I didn't, I didn't really bonk from an energy perspective and I, and I, my slowest mile was still like 720, which is my everyday easy pace. So pretty good. Um, two minute PR finish the race and I'm in for Boston. I'm excited. Uh, you know, this has been a great season. I feel so honored to have been able to help six different athletes set their PR uh, and BQ this year. Big kudos to Sammy who ran Chicago and New York BQ'd in both kudos to Natalia who ran the Charles River Marathon after her first two races were canceled and still pulled out an amazing, huge, like 20 plus minute PQ. Ellen, who PQ'd in Narragansett, Rhode Island. Jackie, who did it at Bay State in her first ever marathon. And Natalie, who also ran the Manchester City Marathon with me and just eked out a BQ as well on this crazy crazy hard course. So I'm in for Boston. I really hope six minutes is good enough. You know, I, anyone who's, who runs the standard has earned a spot in that race. It's crazy how some years you need to be two minutes under some years you need to be seven minutes under. You never really know to get in, but you know, whether you ran a 10 minute BQ or a 10 second BQ, you have accomplished a dream that so many runners go after for years and years and years, and many never reach. You're really in an amazing spot with your running, so keep at it. As for me, I'm going to take a couple of weeks off. I honestly don't want to because I feel like I could have run faster in this race, and I just want to get right back into it, but I know it's good for me and my long-term health and enjoyment of the sport to take some time off. After that, I really want to spend some time training for the shorter distances. I may take a slightly different approach for the training for the Boston Marathon this upcoming year. I really want to get faster at 5K, 10K, and the half. So I may train more like a shorter distance runner for a bit. And then as we get closer to Boston, maybe do like a month of like pretty long runs, just get ready for Boston. But I know, you know, fitness is fitness. So if I train for the shorter stuff, set some PRs in those shorter races, that should parallel well to the marathon too. Anyway, I'm excited, happy to just be back in the entry for this race. I've been trying to get into it for years and years, but uh, for one reason or another, I haven't been able to quite toe the line yet. So I hope to join many of you at the starting line on April 18th. 2022 in Hopkinton at the Boston Marathon. And I hope you have a great day.